Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of the Synthetic Logic Podcast. I am Mike Murtis, and with me, as always, my pal, my compatriot, my buddy cop in this buddy cop movie <laughs> podcast, Nikos. Man, how are you doing today, bud? Uh, I'm doing fantastic, man. Just on a uh, long stretch of work here, so I'm ready to unwind, talk some synthwave, and uh, listen to some awesome music. What's new in your world, man? Other than work, are you playing any games or doing anything? Yeah, like I'm that? playing Ghost of uh, Tsushima. Hey. I'm butchering the name probably, but uh, I've been pretty in, pretty involved in that. And I play uh, Fortnite, Apex, all the different games. So yeah, you're not playing it on uh, Google or uh, Apple, though. No, 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 no. <laughs> Screw that. Yeah. Because uh, PlayStation or Bus. Yep. There you go, man. You can play it on Switch, which is pretty cool too. Yeah. Which is not too bad. I've been busy here on my end, yeah. uh, you know, crazy with work, crazy with uh, music and all sorts of other things. Uh, staying busy, still working from home and uh, trying not to go insane. I think I'm doing a fairly good job of it. Uh, so we've had like a lot of traction since our first introduction yeah. episode of the podcast. And then, you know, we did our... Uh, my version of my, my top five synthwave songs uh, that, you know, my beloved top five synthwave songs. And the, the reaction to the podcast was great. Uh, received some good feedback. We've had a decent amount of subscribers jump in. We're still kind of building up things. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the, the idea kind of was to get the podcast episodes recorded and put them kind of on Facebook and SoundCloud. And then we would start working on all the other platforms like after that um so yeah. if you guys have listened to us in the past from the first two episodes thank you very much we appreciate it um if you're listening to this on soundcloud and that's the best option for you then absolutely continue to do so i'll continue to put this up on soundcloud um but if you listen to podcasts in the more i, I guess i'm gonna say old-fashioned method of yeah. uh, using like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, there's another platform we're going to be on that I, I guess uh, unknowns to me, I signed a non-disclosure agreement to be on the platform. So we'll talk Uh-oh. about that in a couple months. But uh, yeah, you can now listen to us. If you're a Spotify user, you can actually look the podcast up. Just look the Synthetic Logic podcast. You can do that on yep. Spotify. You can also do that on Apple Podcasts and that will come up and you you are able to download our episodes. Now, depending on what podcast platform you use, um, you're either going to have one or two pictures, and I haven't quite figured out <laughs> what the hell the, the mystery is to this. And a little background, like, I started... It's shameless advertising on your part, Mike. I know, I know. I, I'm just trying to put my punchable mug all over the place. What can I say? <laughs> Uh, but in the past, I started a Unleaded Logic podcast, and I did like four episodes, and I got a decent number of subscribers, and I just kind of stopped doing it. Uh, it was a solo podcast, and um, I don't know, I just kind of felt bored with it. But uh, the feed was there, and I was like, well, crap. You know, if, if people dig Unleaded Logic, they're probably going to dig synthwave music, video game music, video games, you know, everything we're into. Uh, so I just yeah. updated the feed, and it went pretty well, other than the fact that there's like, two different screenshots, two different pictures lurking around if you look at the Synthetic Logic podcast. So if you see the Synthetic Logic podcast picture with a cassette tape, that's the right podcast. If you see a guy in a orange hoodie with a hat on that looks like you want to punch him, that's also the Synthetic Logic <laughs> podcast. Um, 
for whatever reason, the image hasn't updated. I've like scrawled the code of our blog and, and everything else, and I just haven't figured out why it hasn't updated yet. So, um, as I figure out the mystery, just so you know, yes, you'll be able to subscribe to the podcast. The picture will update eventually, but you will get the first episode and the second episode of the Synthetic Logic podcast. And uh, you can listen to that to your heart's content on your podcast player of your choice. I actually personally sure. recommend um, Overcast. It is yeah. uh, You can use it on Android. You can use it on uh, iPhone. It just works a lot better. Um, and the download. user face is really friendly. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I I paid for the premium version of that because it was only like I think it was a one time fee, and uh, you, you get like you know no advertisements and all sorts of other stuff. Uh, but totally worth checking out. So yeah, we're all over the net now. You can find us on podcast players, all that good stuff. And uh, our Facebook social networking page is doing decent, but the money. I, I guess money, money, money. is uh, all in Instagram, and uh, yeah. we we have a special guest today for the podcast, and that is the god of Instagram, Nikos. <laughs> uh, thank you for the wonderful introduction. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, uh, what's the deal, man? Well, how do we find you on Instagram, and and why are you like an Instagram so much? Uh, honestly, like I have my own personal Instagram and I think I have like, you know, a hundred followers, but I've only done like six posts and I've had it for like 10 years, I feel like. <laughs> so I kind of swore off Instagram. I know it's really a popular app, but I, I usually stuck to Twitter or Facebook, but, uh, I don't know. I, I got a really good feeling about it. Um, if you go to Instagram and synthetic underscore logic underscore podcast, uh, you'll pull us up. And I mean, I think I started it maybe seven days ago or something like that. And uh, we already have like 155 followers. Um, I've been doing the you know, the posts for our podcast. So I did a post for episode one, episode two. And then if you were following us on our Facebook, I was doing a song of the day. And I'm finding that that's actually working very well because Spotify and uh, Instagram linked together really well uh if you look at the posts like you would think i did these professionally almost but it's just literally the stock image that comes over from spotify i add my own uh you know characters i write synthetic logic positive uh synthetic logic song of the day and i hashtag it and uh the real reason i like instagram is you can follow certain uh hashtags so, like, there's a synthwave hashtag that's followed by 1.3 million people. Uh, I've been using the Summer Vibes hashtag that's followed by, like, 31 million people. <clears throat> and what that does is just you can literally go just to the hashtag and all of the posts that have been tagged by that will pop up. So, I mean, for free, we're being seen potentially by millions and millions of people. So uh, I found out it's working pretty well. Um, and... I mean, in six days, 150 followers, 155 followers. I mean, that's like 20, 30 a day. And every time I open my phone, I have another six, seven, eight. Uh, and I really hope it continues because it's definitely going to be the way that I get together with our fans and kind of give people content will be through our Instagram. So like I said, uh, Synthetic Logic Podcast on Instagram, and you'll see my songs of the day. And uh, like I said, people seem to be enjoying it. So uh, you're going to see a lot more content from me. 
Absolutely, and we're doing some cool stuff. Uh, Nikos does have some download codes for the Neon Noir that he can throw certain people. Um, I gave him a bandola of codes uh, last oh, night. Yeah. He gave one to our 100th listener that I guess got a kick out of it. Uh, so we, we want to try to find a way to do giveaways. You know, We want to work with other artists because it really Definitely. really seems to be kind of the, the center point of stuff. I literally... Uh, started a new Instagram account, uh, Real Unleaded Logic, and um, the followers from the podcast already kind of uh, following me on uh, my personal Instagram page and getting in touch with me too, which is pretty cool. So, um, you know, definitely look out to both of us. Uh, really yeah. focus on the the Synthetic Logic podcast Instagram though, because um, the the song of the day is really cool. It highlights some awesome stuff. Um, you know, Nikos is really driving the boat on Instagram and doing almost all the work, like 90% of it. Every once in a while, he'll be like, you know, hey, is there a song you want to put on there? I'll be like, I'll do this one. Um, but, you know, nice job on that, Nikos. You're doing a you. great job. And, uh, you know, hopefully you guys will follow the page and we'll keep going from there. So, uh, Absolutely. you know, we're, we're out there. The, the synthetic logic podcast is definitely out there and we're looking forward to entertaining you guys. And, you know, I think Instagram might be a good idea. You know, we were talking last night, you know, uh, do we want to do our movie episode? Do we want to do, uh, an eighties music episode? Maybe we make Instagram folks just vote on it and let them choose. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, just kind of throwing it out there. Should we do 80s movies, 90s movies, action movies, comedies, um, you know, whatever. I Like like I said in, like, the first or second episode, I kind of want to make it, you know, driven by our, our fans and our listeners. I think that's a cool way to interact with people. So um, definitely, we can definitely uh, do something like that where we can give people the choice. So it wouldn't be a bad idea. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, man... Sure. Over the weekend and over the past couple of days, I have felt the sting, and so have you, because I was kind of sharing snippets of uh, the track. Um, but I, I love the secret. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm releasing a brand new EP uh, next Tuesday, August twenty fifth called the stingray special ep and the the lead track off of this ep is actually uh stingray special so you know nikos and i were kind of talking about it earlier today and he was like you know hey would you, you want, want to play the song on the the podcast and i thought uh you know why not the the song is kind of slowly creeping its way out in terms of like 30 second previews in certain places you're able to hear the whole song but i thought uh you know yeah it, it makes total sense to play this Hell song yeah. on the platform so uh let's go ahead you guys are about to hear the brand new unleaded logic song this is stingray special this is uh a synthwave style track you know the uh, whole stingray special ep's got a, a bevy of different tracks on there anything from vaporwave and synthwave and outrun kind of style stuff but uh, this is the lead track, and uh, personally, this is probably one of my favorites that I've written in a long time. So let's jump into it. We'll play the track. We'll talk a little bit more about it. And then after that, we're going to get into Nikos's Synthwave yeah. Top 5. Here we go. Stingray Special. Hey. Thank you. God, you are here tonight. 
I have had the night from hell, and I need my favorite bartender and a Callball Velvet to make everything in the last few hours just better. You know what would really make me feel better, though? Look at me like that. I was only kidding.
And there you go. That was Stingray Special, my new song due out with my brand new EP, the Stingray Special EP, August 25th, uh, which is uh, actually a week from today that we are recording this. You'll probably listen to this on a Friday night, and it'll be out that following Tuesday. So that is available to check out on uh, SoundCloud right now, but it's also available to pre-order on my Bandcamp page, uh, just go to Bandcamp and look up Unleaded Logic. Uh, Nikos has done a great job promoting it on the Instagram, which I am super, super thankful for. Nikos, what do you think of the full song? Uh, you've kind of heard it from like, like the very bare bones beginning yeah. to like the final product. Like, what's your thoughts overall? And be one hundred percent like honest. No, I seriously, I really do like it. It's like I love being your friend just for the simple fact that I do get to listen to your music like in like its progression so like you sent like just like the first little like piano part and then you sent the lyrics and then you sent like it all kind of put together and then I got another version and another version and the way it progressed I was like this song is just it's awesome dude I love it it has a very very good like I don't know. I just I identify with like the lyrics because like how you kind of explained it. It's kind of like a love song to like that bartender that listened to you when you were having your worst day, and you spilled your guts to that person. And uh, it, it's just really good, man. And uh, for anybody who doesn't know, he rips a really sick Guitar Hero solo in that song. <laughs> <laughs> I, fil- so, I I filmed a quick like video just to throw on like my personal Facebook, and then I threw it on the Unleaded Logic Facebook, and it was basically just like playing over the stuff live and singing over live with it because I wanted to have some fun with it and just kind of get away out with it. And I have no actual guitars anymore. Like I had a bass guitar, I had an electric guitar and stuff um, that just never really got used. Like I had them available, so if people came in to record and they wanted a jam, I was like, well, well, here you go, uh, just in case they didn't bring their guitar but nine times out of ten people would bring their own guitar or if they didn't they'd pick mine up and be like this is a cheap piece of crap Uh, (laughs) i don't want to use this and it's like well i don't use it either so i got rid of all my guitars and that that guitar piece that is on the track and that guitar sound that is in many of my most recent tracks is um, my Korg Karma synthesizer which is just this incredible music workstation that I bought um, probably back in 2001 it just it has these patches and stuff where you can just rip and it sounds just like an amazing amazing like guitar out of like top gun like the the top gun intro theme with that guitar rolling in the background that's exactly what i think um when i kenny work Loggins with guitar yeah is that kenny i don't know if that was kenny Loggins that did the top oh, gun i don't know if, i don't know if he does that yeah yeah but i i bet you i could do some kenny Loggins. i could do some playing with some boys on it oh wait a minute oh my <laughs> god dude you set me up for that one <laughs> yeah <I did. laughs> delete 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 <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you know, a fun song to put together. Like you said, it's it's basically about falling in love with the bartender. You know, you, you continue to have, like, bad days, and you keep going to this person day after day after day. And, you know, they give you a drink. They listen to what you have to say. And, you know, you, you kind of come to this realization, like, oh, my God, like, this is the person that's for me. And, oh, my God, you know, they're the person I want to take home. So, 
Um, what the, what is a Stingray special exactly? Um, it's actually a reference to a video game called uh, Valhalla that uh, I picked up last year. And it was a really interesting game because literally all you do is play as the bartender. And it that sounds really boring, um, but it made me appreciate bartenders in just this whole nother level. Um, just like if you've never worked a job in customer service ever, like you don't understand what people put up with. And Nikos knows exactly what I'm talking about because he's oh, yeah. in the hospitality industry. And people are amazing. You know, there's there's good people out there, but the the majority of people you deal with are just like real scum, right? Um, And you experience this through this game. Like, you're crappy people, you're depressed people, you're sad people. People are just looking for friends and stuff like that. And uh, it really opened my eyes, like, you know, how difficult a job can be as a bartender. And I kind of put together, like, you know, you listen to all these people, like their problems, their issues, and you know what's going to happen. Like someone gets really close to you and suddenly they're just kind of like in love with you. So, you know, that's that's the basis of the song. It's dedicated to every bartender out there that just had some poor sap fall in love with them. So um, the Stingray special and the creepy guy in the beginning, which I recorded myself, obviously, uh, asking for the Stingray special is, you know, the flirtatious way of, you know, well, why don't you come home with me and and give me some of you kind of deal? Um, Because the character in that game is Jill Stingray. Um, And I thought it was kind of a cool name and it was a cool tribute Uh to that. Um, So that's where Stingray special comes from. Um, The Cobalt Velvet is actually a drink in the game. And the line in the course that I say, um, I smell that Carmo Train in Nicotine. Carmo Train in Valhalla Valhalla is actually uh, the futuristic version of alcohol. Um, And, you know, since we're talking about Synthwave and stuff and cyberpunk and all that, all of this really fits into this game. It also has a great soundtrack. So um, it's a dedication to the game as much as it is the story. And I thought it all kind of fit in neatly. And it just made like this cool 80s kind of style Synthwave song that, you know, it's fun, but it's got some uh, fun lyrics to it. It's got a great beat and it's got a great story to it. So. I'm super excited for it to come out, um, and the, the, the again the the whole EP is five tracks. Um, Vapecation is more of a vaporwave track, an original vaporwave track. I just didn't take a song and you know slow it down a hundred and whatever percent, and you know threw it out there. It's an original tune, but it's got some um, vaporwave vibes to it. Afterburn was out previously, but then the song you just heard, Stingray Special. There's three different mixes on there. There's the original mix, which you guys just heard. There is the intro list version. So if you don't want to creep people out with my uh, attempts at you know trying to hit a bartender, um, you can listen to that version. And if uh, there's there's also the nuclear option. If you can't stand my voice and you think the vocals are awful, there's also an instrumental version. So you can't go wrong, folks. This is the EP yeah. to pick up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh man. But- like I was saying, it's really good, and I think our uh, Instagram followers agree. I mean, the little 30-second video you gave me has 155 views, liked nice. by 30 people. So, I mean. Very cool. The proof is in the yeah. pudding, or the yeah. proof is in the Stingray special. Yeah. <laughs> so. Exactly. So I'm glad you guys uh, were able to listen to that. And Nikos, thanks for listening to the song kind of from le- legitimately start to yeah. finish as it was being developed. So it's all like your last four songs have been. Yeah. I get the intro. I get the introduction before anybody. Exactly. A VIP treatment, man. Hell yeah. 
All right, folks, well, we're going to take a quick break to play a message from our sponsors, and then it is time. It is time to dive into Nikos's mind and hear why his top five of Synthwave is what it is. We'll be right back. Kaboom! Hey, it's me, everybody, Tim Kittrow, voice of some of your favorite video games like NBA Jam, Mutant Football League, NFL Blitz. Hey, I could go on and on, but I'm not here to talk about me. I'm here to talk to you about a magazine that talks about me. That's right, it's called Old School Gamer. Old School Gamer is the magazine for gamers. It covers arcade and retro gaming. Hey, it gives you gaming history and in-depth interviews with people like me who are there. Hey, I'm still here. And it lets you know what conventions are happening and when. You have time to take your butt off that couch, put a clean t-shirt on and get to the show. Plus a whole lot more. Issues come out once every other month. Plus, a website full of even more razzle-dazzle. And it's all for just 30 bucks a year. So visit OldSchoolGamer.com and subscribe now. Boom-shakalaka! And welcome back, everyone, to the Synthetic Logic Podcast. This is the second half of the show, and it is the meat and it meat. is the oh-so-good meat of the podcast <laughs> of Episode 3 because we are continuing our top five synthwave song series that we did uh, last week, last week, last episode, really. If you missed yep. it, we did my top five, and I had a blast doing it and just listening to tunes with my fellow synthwave compatriot here, my synthwave buddy yeah. cop. And this episode... <laughs> It is Nikos's turn. Yeah, my turn. And before we get into the songs, like Nikos, like everyone has like their first experience getting into like a certain genre. And maybe you experienced synthwave before and really didn't stick the genre tag to it. Can you tell us a little bit of like how you got into synthwave? Like what was your first real synthwave song you heard and why yeah. why did it draw you in? to, you know, uh, doing basically a podcast episode on it. Yeah. So uh, my experience with Synthwave is relatively new. Um, I've only really listened to it for the last maybe, I don't know, like four or five years of my life. Like, like heavily listened to it. Like ever since for the last four or five years, I've been a consistent Synthwave listener. But my intro to it, it's kind of like a weird intro, I guess. Uh I don't know if anybody listening has seen the movie Drive with oh, yeah. Ryan Gosling, and that was kind of my first, my first like intro into that sound because I had always been like more of like a rock and rap, like you know Red Hot Chili Peppers are my favorite band. I have the tattoo. Uh, I was you know I was twenty four, twenty five, listening to you know, rock, like I said, rap, that kind of stuff. And, uh, I saw the movie drive. We saw it in theaters and I was instantly hooked by the music. And it really is not, I don't know if it's synth wave necessarily. It's more of like an electro pop eighties retro synthesizer sound. So I guess it would kind of be considered like a synth wave, but, uh, just if you've seen the movie, like the soundtrack is what makes the movie like if that movie had any other soundtrack i don't think it would be as good and i can remember kind of going home from the the movie theater being like wow like that was awesome oh man you saw that in the movie theater 
Yeah. Oh, 2011. Man. Wow. Okay. I'm jealous because when I saw Drive, I, I watched it with my wife and like the beginning track Kavinsky totally blew my mind. But to hear that in the theater, oh. holy crap. Yeah, it, it was so good, and like I, I was legitimately blown away. Like, what is this music style? Like, this is amazing. And I literally went home, and I think the album, the soundtrack, had just come out on iTunes, and that was when like iTunes first started, like 2011. You know, like it might have been my first album I ever bought on iTunes, actually, because I always refused to buy albums because three songs were great and eleven songs were shit. So I was never <laughs> going to pay. 14 15 dollars for the album like they were back in the day so um i bought it um i fell in love with a real hero by college yep. featuring electric youth like you said the nightfall the kavinsky featuring love fox uh under your spell desire oh. it was just such like good music it made me feel just different than i had ever really felt before it was it was honestly like one of those like out-of-body experiences it was really weird and I, I listened to that for a little while, and I didn't really, like, you know, explore it too much after that. Uh, and then in 2013, I would say it's like when our friendship, mine and your friendship kind of started. Mm-hmm. Um, we started with the Casual Mark podcast, and then I kind of just kind of grew from there. Like, you've shown me so much music. I mean, I, honestly, all of these bands I'm about to listen to, I'm pretty sure I heard of from you. Uh, so I do have to thank you for my love of synthwave i mean i would just be like hey mike you got any good synthwave music for me and here's 15 albums <laughs> you know like listen to this album listen to this album listen to this album and I, honestly like i can honestly say like, i really don't listen to any other kind of music anymore <laughs> it's really like electronic synthwave like synth pop uh i listened to i've dove back into the 80s music hall and oats that kind of stuff so it, it's definitely synthwave has definitely shaped my my music i guess listening and uh, i i just honestly i really love it man like it, it makes me feel so good and I, I can't wait to talk about my top five here yeah man you know you talk about me sharing the tracks with you like i could tell right away that you had like a certain appreciation for music uh, that was just different from a lot of other people. I mean, you can show people music and they'll be like, yeah, it's a cool song. I like it. It's great. But, um, you know, the way you like Red Hot Chili Peppers, I could tell, like, you kind of have just a deeper understanding of music yeah. and an appreciation for it than, like, even the most hardcore of hardcore fans of stuff, right? Um, you know, the hardcore, hardcore fans are sometimes just, they're, like, groove-locked into that that genre. Uh, but I saw yeah. right away that, like, you, you were pretty open-minded and that, like, you appreciate um, just, like, something different and something amazing. So um, yeah. I, I think I saw you post um, Vampires from the mid- Midnight. I think we talked about yeah. this on the last episode. But I went, oh, man, well, if, if he likes that, like, dude, you got to check out this, this, and this. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm seeing you, like, share this stuff. So it, it's really cool to have, like, uh, you know, a common bond with uh, someone with music. And I'm sure we'll talk about it. I'm sure you'll talk about it from your side. But, you know, we went and saw The Midnight together, which was incredible. Um, you know, if uh, if anything, I'm, I'm really happy to share the music with you. Because at the end of the day, that's, that's what it's all about. That's really what Synthwave yeah. is all about, too is uh, listening to the music and kind of going back to those uh, those earlier days and enjoying like the happier vibes you know mm-hmm. yeah exactly and that's where a lot, a lot of my my top five really is 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 based around where I was in my life 
and what the song did for me in that specific time. It's not it's not so much I guess production wise the songs. It's more of just how I was feeling, what my mood was. Was I going through tough times? Was I happy? Uh, and all five of these songs kind of hit me in like a, a different point just in my life mentally. And uh, all five of these songs have really helped me uh, just, you know, have a brighter outlook on, you know, on life in general. So I, I appreciate this, uh, this genre of music, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, why don't we roll into your top five, man? Uh, how do you want to do this? Do you want me to introduce the song and play it and then you can talk about it? Or do you want to introduce the song, play it and talk about it? How do you yeah. want to do it? Uh, yeah, I can, I'll introduce the song, you play it, and then we can kind of talk about it afterwards. Beautiful. Cool. Let's do it. Well, All so, right. so what's your number five, man? So if anybody knows me and if you ever listened to the casual mark, I love lists. Okay, I am the king of lists. I, I like lists more than Chris Jericho likes lists. Uh, so this was really hard for me to narrow down five songs, but I, I'll start with my first one. Um, it's by the band The Midnight. And if you don't know who The Midnight are, I'm sure you do if you're listening to this. They're a synthwave band from L.A. Uh, and the song uh, number five I want to share with you guys is the song Lost and Found. It was uh, released in 2015, about maybe like a year after their Days of Thunder album came out, and they uh, released it as a single. Uh, so this first song, Lost and Found by The Midnight. Nothing left to mediate 
folks that was lost and found by the midnight mike what do you uh, think about my choice for number five it is honestly a a really really good choice um and if i can be completely honest i and in my mind this is a uh <laughs> I, and i'm i'm not trying to be ironic here with the title of it but i think this is kind of a lost song in the midnight's catalog um, yeah, I'm a big fan of the midnight, right? Um, but I, until today, like completely forgot about this song and, and putting it on when, uh, you, you sent your playlist before and then listening it again today, um, all the way through, I was like, man, what a deep, deep song, uh, from a story wise, from a lyric wise, um, yep. just, you know, as usual, well-written there, uh, but the, but production of the song is great too um, because it is very very spaced out and I mean that in a great way where the instruments are all far away from each other but they make this really 
great circle where you can really focus on the sounds that are being played. You know, you listen to this song on a great set of headphones, and you can actually hear the random slaps of the slap bass that is used in this song. And I love that. I love that. And that's the first time that I really heard that just like right now. Uh, But it's a well-produced song, and I don't think it gets enough play and enough respect that it deserves because, again, this was kind of early in the Midnight's career. I mean, Midnight really popped, if you will, um, with Endless Summer in my mind. Yeah. Uh, and people, you know, picked up days of thunder and all that other stuff. But I, I think this is a song that just doesn't get a lot of playtime. And that's a shame because, um, it's a great song. That's a great song. Great choice. man. Yeah. yeah I think honestly, lyrically, it's my favorite, uh, midnight song. Um, and just to kind of, kind of give my story about why it means so much to me. Uh, that's what a lot of these songs do. Uh, in 2018, I moved, from Orlando to Marco Island, uh, didn't know anybody here, just kind of took a leap of faith. And, uh, I had been listening to the midnight for, you know, two years now since endless summer had come out. And I was like, Oh, I'll dive back into their older stuff. And this isn't actually on days of thunder. So it's actually its own separate single. So I had listened to days of thunder all the way through, like, Oh, that album was awesome. And then this song came up on Spotify and it hit me in, in, a crazy way man like may 2018 and uh the lyrics that really stuck with me um there's a whole there's but my favorite one that i'm actually going to get tattooed on me uh i actually have a cassette tape style designed uh tattoo in the works and it's on it's going to say uh we're never as lost or as found as we think we are Mm -hmm. and i love that line because you know you kind of live day by day and you know you think you're lost you think you're found you think you found it but you know we're really like he says we're never as lost or as found as we think we are it can always get better yeah um and then the other part was the in may love takes some time to bloom when it's right it'll find you when it's right it'll find you uh and i, I had been single for a pretty long time and uh Actually, the next month, I met my fiance. So I don't want to say like the song kind of (laughs) predicted the future or anything, but I feel like the song gave me the right vibes and kind of gave me a little bit of hope that, you know, there's someone special out there for me. And uh, I found her. So this song was holds a really sentimental uh, meaning uh, to me, not to get too sappy on our podcast here but no man that's cool that's uh that's super yeah. cool it's awesome when songs like that have meaning that's for sure uh great choice man great choice thank you uh so we'll move on from the mushy stuff uh <laughs> so we'll move on to my number four song and my uh top five here and uh this is a song Mike actually showed me. This was part of the 15 or so albums I just got one day in the playlist. And uh, the song is called Sophie, and it's by a French synthwave composer, producer, and DJ Morgan Willis. Uh, like I said, Mike showed me this song. It's off his EP, Sophie's Teenage Dream. Uh, and it's the first song on the track. Uh, it's the first song on the EP. Um, it was released in 2017, and uh, I-, I can't wait for you guys to listen. It's it's a great song. It's an all instrumental track, no vocals. Um, and I'm just gonna keep the theme here. It kind of makes me feel a certain way. So uh, here's Sophie by Morgan Willis. 
Alrighty, folks. That was Sophie by Morgan Willis. And I'll, Mike, I'll let you uh, hit the people with uh, the good knowledge here. So, yeah, man, talk about a excellent track. Um, again, just really, really well-measured synths um, for being an instrumental track. Lots of variation, a great drum beat. The mixing and mastering of this is superb. And this whole album, man, is, is just... Oh, really, good. Yeah, it's so fantastic. Um, and I'm a sucker for like um, high school nostalgia stuff, like shows that cover like high school stuff, um, 80 movies to talk about it. And the thing I really like about this song is um, for me, like going back to high school, like I think every guy had their Sophie, right? Like they had the girl yeah. they had their crush on that was just like unachievable. Um, or maybe somehow they got close to them and something ended up happening. So, like, this song, like, if I could go and, like, make a movie of my, like, high school days, like, I could have this song going in the background with an older version of myself talking over it. Like, like oh, my days at Marion Central High School, and there she was, Sophie. Yeah. You know, with that yeah. playing in the background, like, that just fits perfectly with this. But uh, I'm curious to hear, like, well, why this one was, like, your favorite out of the album. Uh, it just reminded me of, like, simpler times, man. Not that my life has been that complicated or anything, but it's just, like you said, it reminded me of high school. Like, when I would drive and I would put this album on, I would, like, 55 minutes would go by, and I'm like, what the hell just happened? But, like, you know, like, I, I would zone out, and I, I would just, like, high school would just, like, play in my head. Like, I would get, like, a full recap uh, of that time in my life. And like you said, everybody had their Sophie. Uh, I had my Sophie, you know. Um, and it, it just it brought me back to a time, like I said, where things were simpler, and, you know, you didn't have any responsibilities or carefree uh, it, it just gives me that good feeling, man. Like it, it just, you know, it's a good. I like this album when I'm stressed out. I'll listen to this album because it kind of just it decompresses all that stress, and I, I feel I feel great. Absolutely, you know, Morgan Willis has put out a ton of stuff after the fact too, and I gotta be honest, I, I haven't given it a listen. Um, I may need to dive into his catalog a little bit more and hear what else he has. Hey, have you checked out any of his, of his other releases? Or uh, releases? Uh, not really. I haven't really dove uh, too much into him. I've I've kind of stuck to kind of stuck to this album. Like this album is, is it's up there and one of my favorites from start to finish. So I definitely need to go back and listen to some other stuff. Uh, and I, I'll definitely do that probably going forward, especially uh, now kind of getting through these. Uh, you know, top five, so I can kind of dive back into some uh, more uh, more interesting stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great song. Hell yeah. All right, number three. This is another really, really good song, and I'm, I don't want to say my top five is too, like, popular in the, in the Synthwave community, but I would have to say this song, if you're a Synthwave fan, you've probably have heard it. And you probably love this uh, this band, this guy here. Uh, number three is "Running in the Night" by FM84 and Ollie Ride. <clears throat> um, 
the album is called Atlas. It was released in 2016. And uh, FM84 is actually a guy, uh, I don't butcher his name, it's like Cole Bennett. And Holly Ride is actually a frequent collaborator. You can kind of consider him the front man, I guess, of FM84. Uh, so here's uh, Running in the Night by FM84.
That was Running in the Night by FM84 with Ollie Ride. And man, that song gets me gets me amped up, man. Uh, this is actually a newer song. I actually just heard this song probably in the last like three to four months. And it's instantly vaulted like into my top three. Uh, another beautifully written song lyrically. Uh, man, these guys really know how to write songs. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, as a a song to kind of turn to from a production standpoint, like what is synthwave? If I want to get into producing synthwave, like what what are the ingredients to make such a great song? Um, really, people need to refer back from refer to this song because from the drums to the bass to the lead lines, and of course to the tremendous vocalist that is on this track. Um, this guy makes me jealous. I, I really wish I could sing like this. Um, this, oh, yeah. this guy just belts it out. It's amazing. Um, Gives me those Freddie Mercury vibes, man. Exactly, exactly. I mean, there's a reason. Yes, this song is super popular. Um, but it, it, it's not because it was overplayed on radio stations all over the world. It's because it is a great track. Uh, and it's got a great video that goes along with it, too. If you've never yep. seen the music video with it, definitely check it out. Um, this song had... because I, Do you recall what the release date for this was? I think this was 2018, wasn't it? Uh, released in 2016. 2016. Uh, so a tad bit of uh, trivia for you. This is one of the songs that actually inspired The Driver and the Devil that I did. I had a lot of vibes nice. from this um, because I wanted kind of that, that same feel. You know, from a, a music perspective, this is a very... Uh, the essence of this song is being free, right? Uh, running in yeah. the night, getting away from everything that stresses you out, the negatives of the world. And listening to this song, I was like, you know, I want to write a song that's kind of the same thing where I, I just want to get out on the road and and just not care like about everything else that like drives me down. Uh, so, yeah, this, this song uh, was a big inspiration for me, too. Nice. Yeah, I mean, like like you said, like I, I get the when I when I listen to it, I, I just want to drive really fast uh, down the city streets, middle of the night, carefree. If I had a convertible, top down, wind blowing, like lights flashing as I zoom by, like it, it's such a good song, and it really, uh, it just lyrically, it's probably one of my favorites. Synthwave. It might be lyrically my favorite. It's so good. Uh, and, and it's just like, it's a song just, you know, trying to figure out what happened and that you kind of almost do anything to be with that special someone, uh, including, you know, just running into the night with that person and never looking back. So it, it's just a, it's a great song. And uh, I, I can't recommend FM84 anymore than I, than I do right now. Like they're probably number two for me right now behind the midnight as far as complete bands in that synthwave genre like i've been listening to a lot of them lately and you'll find ollie ride in a lot of their songs that are uh, that have lyrics so that definitely check them out going forward absolutely all right on to the top two of uh, nico's uh top five synthwave tracks now this was probably the hardest my hardest decision i had to make because number one and number two are definitely like i mean they're there for a reason 
Um, so it was kind of a back and forth. I think I sent Mike like five versions of my playlist and the, <laughs> he's kept kind of flipping back and forth. And then finally I just said, screw it. This is how it's going to be. So, uh, number two, uh, another song by the midnight and this one's called sunset. Uh, it was off their album, uh, endless summer. It's actually their first full album release. Uh, and this is the album that really launched them. Uh, into the popular band that they are now. I mean, me and Mike went and saw them in 2018, their first show outside of L.A., and that place was packed. Everyone knew all the songs. Um, So uh, enjoy this one. This is one of my favorites, probably my favorite Midnight song. This is Sunset by the Midnight.
Man, I cannot say enough good things about that song. That was Sunset by The Midnight. Uh, the second song off the album In the Summer. And my God, that song jacks me up. <laughs> I mean, we saw them in 2018, and that was the final song that they played. And mm-hmm. that place, the Lincoln Hall, it was out of control. It was up for grabs. They had us eating out of the palm of their hands. Um, and honestly, my favorite thing, and maybe is it helped this song when I saw it live, was because I wasn't sure like how the Midnight were going to present themselves as far as like a concert experience. Because they are a synthwave band. A lot of it is synthesizer and all that. And I wasn't sure like I hear all these awesome guitar solos. Like, is, is this guy going to come out and rip my face off with a guitar solo like <laughs> is there going to be a guy dancing in the crowd playing the saxophone and, and they deliver on that song from a, a saxophone a guitar like it, it's amazing man yeah absolutely that you know I, we talked about it last episode but going to that concert that is one of my favorite concerts if not my favorite concert uh hands down because you're right dude um you know a lot of synthwave, a lot of EDM, uh, a lot of electronic artists. Um, you know, let's be honest. A lot of it is let's hit play and uh, let's take a, a simple synth lead and you know just kind of play live over it. And that's not what the Midnight does. Um, they they use any opportunity to do live instrumentation on top of what they have at any opportunity, and it's done so well. Um, that it it impresses, and it's what makes it different from you know just listening to a recording of it to actually going to the show and being like you know wow feel that energy just coming yeah, yeah. off them. Um, to me, that is the um, absolute epitome of the perfect band where you know they can do their studio thing, they can do whatever they need to do, and then they can go out and they can take what they have and they can make a great live show out of it. Not a pre-recorded set where they're hit and play on stuff and maybe the singer's just singing over it or maybe the singer's not even there. Um, you know, Not to be mean, but um, I'm sure there wasn't a whole lot of stuff that Arcade High, that's Arcade High, right? I always said Arcade yeah, Fire Ar- at the show. You had to correct Ar- me like 50 Ar- times. Yeah, Arcade High. <laughs> um, if we were saying Arcade Fire, then Midnight's the greatest band of all time. Uh, yeah. Fire's a huge band. Exactly, exactly. But, um, you know, they had a live performance, but I'm sure that <laughs> set was very much put together, and I'm sure that they were um, they were triggering some samples, but I'm sure a lot of it was like a lot of high-pass um, editing and a lot of low-pass, you know, flipping knobs and stuff on the side and, and, and kind of yep. uh, changing it up there, but it's very, very much a uh, a predetermined set. And, I, and I, again, I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, shoot uh, some shots over at the bow at uh, Arcade High, but um, the live performance between them and The Midnight, very, very two, two different things. Uh, so much so that, you know, those guys were big fans of The Midnight, too. They were dancing the crowd with us, too. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing I really appreciate about Sunset is it's aptly titled. I mean, I could set out my deck right now and watch the sun go down and just reminisce about so much stuff. Um, yeah. And if you listen to the song, you listen to the the changes of the song, uh, the, the the keys, the repetition of the song. It's a super super simple song, um, but it 
achieves exactly what it's trying to do with sending a nostalgic message to you. And that's that's another thing I love about Synthwave is it doesn't have to be this uh, synthesizer virtuoso, you know, technical showcase of a song that um, there's a lot of EDM artists out there that they get lost in just trying to do this technical demonstration of what they can do with their plugins. Uh, Synthwave is... I, I want to write a song. I want to make it melodic. I want to tell the story, and I want it to be great. And uh, the midnight just showcases that with with this song here. Yeah, I mean, I could have chose like any midnight song, in my opinion, but like this, this one, it just stands. It stands above for me, at least. Uh, and, and the reason I picked it as my number two, it's I kind of go back to number five, like Lost and Found. This song found me when I had just moved to Florida from Illinois. And if you listen to the beginning part, there's a little spoken word part before the actual like song gets really kicking in and it's just like, you know, I just feel like I've been stuck here my whole life. There must be something else out there waiting, you know? And that's kinda how I felt when I when I left Illinois, I was kinda in that spot. Like if I don't leave now, I'm gonna be stuck here mm-hmm. my whole life. I'm never gonna leave, I'm never gonna get to experience anything and is there something else out there for me? And that's that those those words really hit home to me and then you get that fantastic song right after it, kicking your ass the whole time, like uh and it's my favorite song they play live. Um, I've seen them live twice, once with Mike. Um, we actually saw them with my... I saw them with my fiancé in September of 2019. Uh, and we actually got to meet them. And it was really cool. We had, like, a meet and greet. We actually got to talk to them. And I actually got to express my, you know, my admiration and, and my, you know, my thanks to them. Like, I told them, I was like, your music... I don't want to say it saved me, but it helped me in so many ways that you may never understand, but it felt really cool to be like, hey, thank you very much for this. Your music means so much to me, and I I really appreciate it. And they were really cool. Um, I actually brought up the fact that we saw them in Chicago on their first show (laughs) outside of L.A., and they were kind of like, oh, man, we're so sorry. And I was like, no, you guys kicked so much ass, and I I just really appreciate this band. And if I had to rank my top two favorite bands, it's probably the Chili Peppers and then the Midnight. So uh, thanks to them. Uh, go check out the Midnight. If you're listening to this, you probably know who they are, but just check out all of their music. It's so good. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Drum roll, please. We are on to Nikos' number one synth wave song. And number one. Song, yeah, number one. <laughs> Um, this song a lot of you might not have heard Um, it's kind of uh, I don't know where how to explain it I'm I'm just we're gonna hit play and we're gonna let you decide what you think of the song Um, the song is called Bad Dream Baby and it's by the band September 85 they're an interstellar synthwave band uh, from Australia, and uh, if this song doesn't get you up and dancing, I don't know what will. So, uh, like I said, my number one synth wave song, Bad Dream Baby by September 87.
shit. <laughs> that song gets me so jacked up. Like, I, I couldn't sit down. Like, I was up with my headphones dancing around, air guitar, air saxophone. Woo! Mike. What do you think, man? Holy crap. Oh, man. Um, again, just talk about the, the perfect storm of freaking songwriting um, from the guitar, from the sax, from the lyrics to the um, melodies of everything in this song. This is perfection. And I hate to say this. September 87 has done some great songs after this, um, but they set the bar so far freaking high um, yeah you know from a, a writing level and a song level um even from a music video level like they've done some incredible music videos with their other songs but okay no doubt man you could take this group and you could put them in 87 like you could seriously put them in 1987 and play it and be like yeah this is uh th th these aren't people from the future this is a 1987 act and of course people would be like what the hell are you talking about murdas put them back in the mental institution again but they would fit perfectly among all the other 80s artists that produce music like this um and yeah. just oh, yeah incredible song man and to me the the music video is like one of my favorite parts about this song like it is so perfect from like a cinematic level down to like the snow coming down on the windows behind them the aliens yep. the studio session um one of these days like when i get the opportunity the money the people like that is the kind of music video i want to do for an unleaded logic song Oh yeah, dude! Like it, it checks every box, dude. Like yeah. it, it's to me like the perfect synthwave song. Uh, it hits everything that I love: sax solos, guitar solos, great lyrics, just a driving beat the whole time. And like you said, the music video just takes it to a whole other level. Uh, I almost included the uh, newer song that they released, "Light Years." Yeah, that's another great song. It's another great kind of stays sticks with this interstellar. It's music videos shot in like the same way they're standing on cliffs yeah. playing guitars <laughs> like like they get it man like they understand they don't take themselves too seriously like, you can tell these guys are having fun when they write these songs and oh man just it, i actually i mean i actually just stumbled upon this on my daily mix on spotify like i had been listening to all these other synthway songs and then i'm sitting there uh cleaning my apartment for the first time i current fiance is about to come over my place is trashed and i'm like oh, i gotta listen to some music and this song came on and i listened to it for like four hours straight i'm not even joking it was just i just put it on repeat and my apartment was spotless that's awesome I'm, I'm dancing around like uh what's that movie risky business style like sliding yeah, on the floor like so <laughs> so good man like uh I, I can't say enough things about this song uh it's why it's my number one even though my favorite synthwave act is Midnight. I got two songs on there, but I just don't think it's going to be a lot to take the song off my top one. Like you said, they set the bar so high that I think this would have been a number one hit. Absolutely. Like if you could take them back, like these guys released the song, unfortunately, in the wrong year. <laughs> <laughs> like. 30 years ago, this is the number one hit. Now, this is a song probably a lot of people might not have even heard before. Because like, I, I put this song out into uh, a Facebook group. I'm in the Synth Wave group, and a guy 
who was talking about how like I listen to everything, everything. I'm like, have you heard this? And he hadn't. And he goes, it's amazing. Yeah. I'm like, dude, it's one of those songs that flies really under the radar in this genre, and it doesn't get the credit it deserves. But I'm giving it the credit it deserves because it's my number one tune. Absolute agree with the picks, man. Especially this one. Great, great top five. And if if that was awesome, I had fun doing that. Yeah, that was that was a blast. I was jamming out too, man. I was rocking on my synths. I was hitting the drum machine. (laughs) I was doing all sorts of shit. Um, (laughs) Just a great tune, man. But it's fun listening to these, and it's fun listening to these in like this session where we really like critique the tunes. We talk about our memories with it. Um, These were some two rock solid episodes. So Nikos, you know, um, especially thank you for sharing like you know some of your your personal memories and stuff like that too. That was really really awesome thanks man i appreciate it like this is what i love about this genre of music man it brings out so many different emotions and it gives me the feels i I listened to like a song the other day and i was like i just got good feelings man and it's my life has been a lot better since synthwave has been in it so thank you for showing me the way that i'm after mike (laughs) no problem man that's what it's all about may the synthwave be with you and also with you (laughs) So there you go, folks. I hope you enjoyed episode three of the Synthetic Logic podcast. Man, these two top five synthwave episodes, uh, great way to kick it off. And, you know, where do we go to next? Do we talk about uh, some of our favorite 80s music? Do we talk about some of our favorite uh, action movies, comedy movies? We talked about it early in the show. You got to tune in next episode to find out. And like we said at the beginning of the podcast, you can now find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and really any podcast player under the sun. Just look up the Synthetic Logic Podcast. If you could do us a huge, huge favor, if you're in your podcast platform, rate it, share it. Spread the word, because folks, if you like what we do from a music perspective, you're going to absolutely love what we bring to the table with movies, books, video games. We got a lot of stuff planned. Same here. Same here, man. Well, Nikos, any other words of wisdom before we ride out and uh, start running into the night for the the end of the broadcast? (laughs) Uh, no, I just thank you for everybody for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. This is a passion project for Mike and I, and uh, we promise to keep delivering, and I hope we did deliver on these first three episodes. Uh, for me, go ahead and go to Instagram, synthetic underscore logic underscore podcast. Follow us. Uh, you'll get our, our song of the day each day. I'll sprinkle in some other posts in there to keep the content fresh. Uh, and I hope uh, all these last two episodes you've heard some songs you may never have heard. We may be exposed you to one of your favorite synthwave tunes. So just thank you so much for listening, uh, and we hope to see you guys in the future here. Absolutely. Thanks again for listening, guys. Until next time, the Synthetic Logic Podcast is tuning out.